A different perspective, a new insight into life, a nugget of positivity and a hidden truth, and maybe an amusement for you. Welcome to From My Standpoint, a twice a month podcast with your host, Josh C. Jones. Hello there, and thank you for tuning in to the From My Standpoint podcast. I'm your host, Josh C. Jones. Now, I have to tell you, it's been a wild, wild ride these two years, hasn't it? I mean, I can't believe the time has flown by so fast. It went by so fast. I I know they say when you get older, time just speeds by like that, you know, like, like that. But this has just been really fast. It's like these last 24 months were being governed by, I don't know, Speedy Gonzalez. Arriba, arriba, andale, andale. <laughs> yeah, cultural appropriation right there. Anyway, when this venture began, I remember looking at all the written scripts and thinking that getting all this information out was going to take forever. You know, it, it kind of felt like a Slowpoke Rodriguez. Maybe Slowpoke is pretty slow downstairs in defeat, but he's pretty fast upstairs in the cabeza. Yep. When we began in August of 2020, I told you I had two years worth of great material for you, and I did not disappoint. And if you think I disappointed you by not having good material, you just didn't listen to all the shows. In fact, I still have more episodes written that hadn't made it into the show yet. Episodes on history and the Bible and philosophy and politics and much, much more. These are good shows, too. These are good ones, too, that I wrote. I mean, I wrote about hindsight, justice, slavery. And, you know, I was thinking about that slavery episode one, too. And I was thinking, is it racist for me to write and speak about the known, hidden, or ignored truth of slavery? Things such as, like, you know, it still exists today in the Middle East and in Africa and other places around the world... And the parts of history that we don't like to talk about, such as, you know, blacks and Indians own slaves as well, would it have been racist of me to talk about that? Or is it just racist to tell someone they can't talk about history because of the color of their skin? I mean, I've heard both arguments, and that's just something I was wondering when I uh, wrote that episode on slavery. Anyway, I, I had other episodes on the Civil War and symbols and fools and, and so much more. <sighs> oh, well. It's been two years, and we reached our goal. I said I would have two years worth of shows, and I think it's time for a short break. Now, there are many things that need attention and many ideas that need to be brought to life, and, you know, I have other podcast ideas to work on, plus I have just written and released a new book, and I have uh, more books that need to be published that I've already written, And so, you know, it's just, it's been a great ride so far, hasn't it? I think it has. I mean, we've had, uh, what do we have? We had crazy voices. We had uncomfortable truth. We had logic. We had questions. We had reason. We had common sense. Uh, We were facing the giants in our society. We, uh, We were ignoring oppressive groups that were trying to silence people. Uh, yeah, you remember that whole thing. Any type of question is dissent, and dissent is, needs to be silenced, and they're still doing that now. 
can't believe people are still voting for it and supporting it. Anyway, and we were changing the perspective for a better understanding. Because, you know, I like freedom of speech. Not everybody does, obviously. You can see that in our society today, but I do. And in fact, by standing up for what is right and by speaking the truth, regardless if it went against the current mainstream narrative, and oh my goodness, does most of the truth go against the mainstream narrative. But and we were walking with reason and common sense, and even when people in power and in our own communities have... You know, they've even called me white supremacist, a domestic terrorist, a threat to our society, intolerant, hateful, and I've been defriended by friends and family. And, you know, and, and asking questions, which some of those questions open the floodgates of wickedness and revealed people's inadequacies and, and their hypersensitivity, and musings that revealed people's bias and hate and just utilizing our freedom of speech, which was often opposite of the Orwellian political opinion, well, yeah, it was still all worth it, I think. You know, even before this show, I had a close family uh, member call me racist. For what? Well, partly for being born the color that I am. Really? Just for that? Well, it was demanded that, that I apologize for being racist because of my skin color. But, you know, they also had issues with me calling out the wickedness, lies, and Marxist agendas of a group that they believed was pure, righteous, and loving, even when this group was burning, murdering, destroying, and doing all that to our society and our fellow neighbors. You know, it was just a crazy few years for sure. That's what it was. Crazy few years. Was this show and everything that was revealed before it and because of it worth it to you? Hmm. That's a good question, Random Voice of Questions. And I would have to say, yeah, it was all worth it. Because, you know, personally, I would rather have the world hate me, even if that means family hate me, than to seal my lips and watch my family, watch my friends, watch my neighbors and all those we are supposed to love walk blindly into darkness and destruction, you know, figuratively, spiritually, and literally. I mean, holding someone's hand and leading them to their destruction and to a destiny of death, that is not love. And you know, I, I've heard it said that uh, the truth does not mind being questioned, but a lie does. The truth does not mind being questioned, but a lie does. And, and if you didn't already know, in which case I would suggest you go and read some history books or even talk with people who survived such things, or you could read my new book called Making Sense of America's Newest Guild, again, what I discovered in my search for answers. Yep, and that book is on Amazon right now for you to purchase and read. It's a really good book. You really should read it. It is enlightening for sure. And it, it goes against the mainstream narrative a little bit, but it speaks the truth, what they won't speak. Trust me, you, you want to read that book. Anyway, if you didn't already know, socialism, Marxism, and communism are, well, they're all pretty much the same. And none of them like liberty because liberty means freedom and freedom means differing opinions, which means a non-submissive populace. You know, questioning the government, its agencies, and those in power. And this questioning is deemed as dissent, which is met with force. 
like we saw, mandates, cancellation, suppression, oppression, threats to livelihood, people being fired from their jobs for not going along with the mainstream narrative, and those very same freedoms and liberties, you know, being stripped, and all in an attempt to get you to fall in line with the current status quo and government power. I'm telling you, it's true. It's repeated throughout history in places like Russia, North Korea, Soviet Union, China, Cuba, Germany, and many other places. And we've seen it here in America, too, as I was just mentioning, you know, the pandemic mandates, the big tech censoring, our own government targeting and silencing American people and their freedom of speech. It all leads to a political party ruling by fiat and then a dictator taking, or, you know, at least trying to take, total control and power and ruling by, well, unconstitutional and tyrannical dictate. Now, some people don't have a problem with that as long as their party name is in front of it. And, yeah, well, we've seen that again, too, haven't we? But, I mean, just look at Hitler, Stalin, Karl Marx, Lenin, uh, Mao, Castro, and there's so many others in our world history. You, you could even see it in Canada right now and here in the United States, as I mentioned, in our own government. It's, it's creeping in and it's kind of taken over. And you can call me a conspiracy nut if you want. I mean, <laughs> why not? That's freedom of speech, right? And that's cool. But I would tell you to uh, actually open a history book and read it. Don't just go by what your place of education told you to believe or what your, your chosen place of education or your chosen news source tells you to believe. Actually do some independent research and uh, remove your blinders and open your eyes. And you'll see that, well, the scoreboard now is, and this is something that shocked me too over the last couple years, but the scoreboard is, uh, the win side is heavily on the conspiracy theorist side now. And even the mainstream media has come out and admitted that a lot of that is true. It's just, it blew my mind too that they actually admitted it. And wow. Anyway, so I'm just going to say this. So brace yourself. You ready? Dun, dun, dun. Put on your life jacket of free and independent thought, which is only provided by natural right and inflate your pumps with the breath of the creator and fill the tank with independence and buckle up in the wavecraft of liberty and get ready to ride the waves of political incorrectness on the sea of free speech as our perceptions get tossed about and hopefully we will all arrive on the shores of truth together. You cannot be for God and you cannot be for the Constitution of the United States of America or even the American founding ideals and values and be a socialist, Marxist, or a communist. In fact, you cannot be for God or the liberty and freedom that America offers and support Sharia law either. I mean, it's true. They are dichotomies and they are antithetical. If you don't believe me, read the truth of their history and foundations. And trust me, there is a reason the government and certain officials do not want you to know the truth of some things. Trust me. Anyway, throughout this podcast series, I mean, we've grown, we've laughed, <laughs> we've cried, we've argued, and we've ugh, cringed, and we've heard dumb dad jokes, <laughs> but we've had a good time, I think. You have said a lot of controversial and cringeworthy things these last two years. I would even say it was a good voice of reason. 
Well, thank you, random voice of reason. That means a lot. Oh, <laughs> yep. I done enjoyed myself here on this here show, too. <laughs> I, even though my time was short, but it was a great time helping them folk with them common sense brain thinking and all. <laughs> yep. Well, I enjoyed having some common sense in these shows, too, random voice of common sense. And thank you for being a great addition to this podcast. Really, you were. I hope some of the people out there will invite you into their lives, too. What about me? I can't forget you, random voice of questions. I mean, you got the most critique from the listeners. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, your high-pitched squeaking, as it's been called, was, well, different. But I really liked you and your addition. I mean, you helped me get some great and controversial information and topics out without having to take the full critique from people myself, you know? I would say you were my, um, cop-out from any political fallout. <laughs> so thank you, random voice of questions. Thank you. But I am so thankful for all the contribution from all the voices and for everyone out there listening and and this isn't the end yet. Remember, this is just taking a break. But if you haven't listened to all the episodes, then I encourage you to go back and listen to them because I spent a lot of time researching, writing, and preparing them to make them the best they could be for your entertainment, encouragement, growth, and learning experience. And as I say in my book, my new book, Making Sense of America's Newest Guild, again, what I discovered in my search for answers... It is still amazing to me how we can, and we all do it sometimes, speak of wanting to know the truth, proclaim that we know the truth, and yet still not once care to open the book, speak to those with direct or similar experience, do any type of independent research, even try to go to the source, listen to another perspective, or even acknowledge the truth when we do find it. We sometimes just close our eyes, plug our ears, and shout the parrot at phrases, and then receive our cracker. End quote. Now, I'm just glad I'm not orange. <laughs> aren't you glad you're not orange? Well, some of you out there that aren't. Because, well, actually, is it racist to call someone orange as an insult, or is it okay to use someone's color to insult them if they are not of a certain race or political party? Huh. Are you trying to upset people? No random voice of questions. I'm, I'm just trying to get people to think. Because, you know, I mean, we all make this mistake from time to time, but there are so many people out there that, you know, they claim, don't do this, don't do that, it's racist, don't do this to people, but then they turn around and do it to people they don't like, and they call it okay because, well, they're justified in their own mind because of their own, well, I wouldn't say political correctness, because that goes against their very own political correctness. It's double-think, I think. Hypocrisy, double-think, uh, double-standards, two-faced, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Anyway, life's waters have a way of, you know, moving so fast that it can, if we are not careful, leave us behind. We are all in a boat on the rapid rivers of life. Some of us are in a yacht, oblivious to the rushing waters and the crashing waves, secure in our own little world, closed off from the rest of life. These are the selfish and self-centered and unloving. Some of us are, you know, in a blow-up raft, and it's only by our own hot air that our easily torn and deflated security stays inflated just enough to keep us out of the raging waters around us and from drowning. But there are sharp rocks ahead, and one tear, one offense, one scratch 
could deflate our whole world and send us screaming into the rapids of life. And you know, these are the thin-skinned, the easily offended, and the ones with no firm foundation. Some of us are in a canoe trying so hard to balance all the obligations and commitments and stressors that we've made in our life without tipping over, soaking ourselves in disappointment and losing our word in the beating and crashing rapids of life, fearing the disappointment of everyone around us. These are those trying to please man, trying to please everyone, trying to fit in with the crowd, with the current culture. This is the fear of man. And some of us are just holding on to an old dried-up piece of log, a past reminder of failures and loss and disappointment and fear, while we grasp for air between the pounding waters of regret and the hard-knock rocks of failure. And these are those of us that, you know, we're, we're stuck in shame, which we shouldn't have shame. We're stuck in regret. We're paralyzed from moving further, moving forward in life because of what we've done in the past and what we've chosen that's taken us to where we were at. However, we are all in the same boat. Wait a minute. No, we're not. I mean, that's just a stupid saying. Who would say that? Anyway, even each nation, let me just say that, yeah, even each nation is in a different boat because they believe, accept, and treat their people differently. A society like uh, that of the Middle East or a socialist, communist, Marxist society would be more akin to the Titanic. Uh, they steer themselves blindly and foolishly into the iceberg of massive debt, unstoppable inflation, unemployment, political corruption, division, tyranny, confusion, injustice, godlessness, lawlessness, poverty, hate, and murder, just to name a few, and they keep voting for it over and over and over and sink their whole ship. Except the elites living on top of the people. They get out while the people on board go down with the ship. You know, maybe I should just say, we are all in the same powerful rapids of life, trying to avoid the same pitfalls and blows that all of society and history faces. Hopefully, we can learn from the past, hold on to what is true and has proven successful, implement critical thinking, enjoy independent research, seek the truth, Find that firm and absolute foundation that is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Help others secure passage on that eternal ship of light and not just survive, but thrive in this life. I pray that each of you will see the light in the darkness and choose to take the hand that has plunged into the darkest waters to lift you up and out and save your very life. And now, what you've all been waiting for, it's the wisdom of Dad Joke. They say the older you get, the faster time goes by. I'm not sure what happened to these last two years, but now I've seen a horse fly, a house fly, and now time fly. Anyway, I hope we've all laughed, learned, grew, and understand just a little more the importance of critical thinking God, and trying to understand other perspectives. Because you know, this reminds me of something I read recently. Did you hear the joke about experiencing deja vu? Did you hear the joke about experiencing deja vu? Did you hear the joke about experiencing deja vu? This has been From My Standpoint, a podcast to find a nugget of positivity and a hidden truth encouraging and enlightening insight. 
entertaining a new perspective and providing an amusement for you. We hope you were entertained, encouraged, enlightened, and enjoyed the show. <laughs>